back to the Rudy Love Show. Angelo T. Robinson, we're here talking to the legend himself, yeah. Mr. William. <laughs> and we started out with his young life. We started out, we got to high school, we got to college. Now we're going to go into some of your young adult life. Like, how did that college transition go and take you here? Like, what, what took you to where you went next? Turning into grown folk. Right. Oh, oh you know? man. Well, you know, being a tennis player and um, learning the world, because when right. you play in these tournaments, man, you're meeting people from Argentina, from um, uh, Paloma, from uh, Mallorca, from, from everywhere, right. all over the world. And um, it opens up your world. And my mom was a big influence because when she cooked, she wasn't the greatest cook. Mm -hmm. She couldn't make the meals that my grandmother made. And she knew that. Right. But what she did was went and made the egg food young and made the goulash and made oh. all these exotic foods from other countries for us. So we can oh, have man. a taste of that. So I was never afraid to eat or try anything. Gotcha. These little kids today, they want yeah, they they food chicken fingers, fingers, chicken fingers, chicken fingers, chicken fingers, chicken fingers pizza, they and wonder why they clawed up. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm like, you know, I ask them nephew, well, what y'all want to eat? Um, uh, pizza. Uh, okay, what you want to order? Just cheese. Just cheese. Oh, yeah. Just cheese. Yeah. I hate that. Just cheese. cheese. Just make a grilled cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, they come over like, oh, like, like I, got, I got, you know, my, my nephew Jack. He, he's an artist and he likes to spray paint and stuff like that. Well, just started doing that. Right. Right. So he comes over to my house to stay and something happened where his mom couldn't pick up lunch in town, so I had to pick him up from school. And, um, he said, hey, Uncle Ian, you want to go? And uh, they got this graffiti part. You go up there and take cans and paint all over the, all over the walls and all that kind of, <laughs> you can express yourself and all that. I said, oh. I went down to my basement, got some cans of paint, some drop cloths. You know, paint my roof. <laughs> you know, paint something. <laughs> I said, so he started, dude. I said, you ain't never seen a karate kid. It's <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, it's right. he's trying to do all these. I said, man, you gonna be all day with that? Use a bigger brush, right? Because I have all the, you know, I used yeah. to dabble, not, yes, not okay. as great as you guys, but I used to dabble. So I got some paint brushes, right, right, right. So I said, okay, on the trim. See, I put this stuff called it, it's blue. It's called Haint Blue, and it came from Haunting Blue. Mm -hmm. And uh, but what happened was back in the day in the South, they would paint the ceiling. Of your front porch, right? Blue because the bugs that kept the blue bugs and stuff away. But getting getting on on tobacco and messaging the topic <laughs> um, to, to make the transition from college to I then I went on the pro tour for a mm -hmm. while and uh, got my ass kicked. But I made a little bit of money to open a tennis store in Aiken, South Carolina, where I would run Aiken, Aiken, yeah, Aiken yeah. South Carolina. And when I was there, it was like Peyton Place. Really? Other than Arthur Ashe, they ain't never seen a black tennis player. I was about to say Aiken, I don't. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know the place, that's my last. Right. Were well, you living there? Like, what made you open it in Aiken? It was. I had a little girl down there that. Uh, yeah, girl. Little girl <laughs> yeah, every time. Little girl down there that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, every special, time. Was special to me at there the time. You so she got a master. I, I've always been into the older, older babe. So, uh, right. She she had already got her master's when I was starting my sophomore year. Oh wow! Wow! So that tells you that's, that's a lot over. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> and um, God no, it wasn't too much. I was aching when I was in Navy that way. So it must not been too much then. It was nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. I opened up this little tennis store and I invented this little ball machine, like the baseball batting yeah. cages. So I said, "Well, let me do it for tennis." So I had a Mitchell Shopping Center off of Whiskey Road in Aiken, which used to be an old uh, whiskey run road. You know, when yeah, whiskey, when they ran, yeah, the prohibition and everything. So I invented this little machine, had a fabricator, put everything together, had artists. So I had uh, the French open on the wall, painting on the wall, and I incorporated local artists to okay. do it. So it was a French open, U.S. open, Australian open in Wimbledon. And when you come into the door, there was a, 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 a little audio thing that gave you applause. Oh, wow. When you walked in my store. I was like, that's 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 awesome. Awesome. Okay. before your time. Well, I stole that from somebody. Actually. <laughs> yeah, well, there was another guy in DC named Graham Steelwell, and I got to give his props. And uh, he had done that, and I was like, "Okay, the South ain't never seen this, though, you know." The right. South doesn't need indoor tennis centers. Right. They right. need they need something like this. But basically, it was to sell more rackets right on the spot because usually you got to take a credit card, take it, put it down, go play somewhere, right. come back. I don't like it. Give me this one. So that takes a while. Oh, I was true. Doing, I was on immediate sales. Right. So um, Sports Authority, they came on 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 the uh, scene, and uh, my my um, I guess landlord was Mister Fortunato. He ran the coin shop, but he okay. owned the whole thing. He said, "Well, William, uh, you pay me six fifty a month, and uh, they're gonna play me eight thousand. <laughs> so uh, you know, it's just business." I, I like that dude. Right. He said, but you know what? I'm going to give you the next six months free. So I said, okay, give me enough time to right. clear things up. And uh, so uh, close the store down after I couldn't get any sales with Sports Authority because, you know, they, they said back then they wanted all the retail space and all that. But then here it is, you know, tennis is a very secular type um, right. yeah. situation. It's like a lot, a lot of other sports too. Depends on, like Jordan hadn't come along. Where will basketball be right True. now? True. See? True. Where, where Even the be? sneaker game, the custom sneakers, like he introduced. Yeah, the one out. for Drew. Yes. Yeah. 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 So sports is, is you know, like a very secular uh, type situation. So 10 years later, they decided they want to put tennis court inside the store to get people to buy stuff. And right. I had that idea. But um, then I moved to D.C. And... I was teaching at the McLean Rack and Health Club. Um, some stuff happened in the club where I saw some guys run through with, uh, which I didn't know guns at the time or whatever, but AR-15s and running through. And right. um, I'm thinking, okay, they're here to kill the owner. Right. right? <laughs> they get to kill me. They go in the kitchen. They only get that dude. So I took my client at the time who was um, Mrs. Uh, Frank Carlucci. Carlucci. He yeah. was the uh, uh, the director of the Department of Defense, right? Uh, Frank Colucci at the time. So I said, "Mr. Colucci, come on over here." We, and we snuck out the back door. I ain't tell them that I that I saw. So we get in. All of a sudden, these suburbans come around the corner, and she's laughing. Oh, they from me? Is that why you asked me to come outside over here? Uh, yeah, so I can be alive. <laughs> right. I don't know they're gonna kill anybody here. I don't know what they're doing. Right. <laughs> so, so uh, she said, "My husband's gonna meet you." Wow. That's not how I got into the Secret Service. Right. But that was it. Was like 
They were playing a scene. Yeah, my yeah. dad was a DC cop. You know, he told me, gotcha. if you become a cop, I'm going to shoot you in your head myself. Really? <laughs> well, I graduated <laughs> high school. He's like, I've been, I see you down there recruiting a lot. Wow. Because so of his experiences and things. Yeah. 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 My dad wasn't, uh, enamored. I mean, he was from, from the television standpoint, but, uh, right. but not from the standpoint of, you know, it's like he did the job. Yeah. There he, you go. He, he was a typewriter repairman before that, but he rose to the rank of a uh, gold shield detective. Okay. Uh, 33 years in the game. Oh, wow. He did oh, wow. That. But, when I, um, one morning I got a call from a friend of mine, Harold, who was in Marines. Now, Harold said he's a Marine sniper. One morning I got a call. A friend of mine, Harold, was in Marines. Now, Harold said he was a Marine sniper and he did all these things, special ops and black wetsuits wet and all right. these different terms. And, you know, he woke me up one morning to drive him to a test out in Maryland. So I said, well, where are we going? He said, I can't tell you. Just go left, go right. I'm like, okay, this is crazy. <laughs> right. So I'm driving and we get to this, uh, make this left turn into this gate and it said, J.J. Riley Secret Service Training Academy. So I show my ID, get in there. And he said, okay, you don't have to pick me up because my girl will pick me up at four. That's when the testing over. I said, cool. So I go, nigga, you turn to go back out. Young, beautiful lady walk across the crosswalk. Um, I had a Jeep Wrangler then convertible and, oh, uh, she's doing like this. And I'm like, oh man, I got a headlight out or something. They're going to try to, they're going to try to hit me up up here in here. Right? Right. I'm trying to get back so I can go practice. She said, William Lindsay, I know you, tennis player. Oh, dang. I saw you, I saw your match in Baltimore, and I saw this, I saw, and I was like, yeah, you're you kind of fun, too. <laughs> what are you doing? You, you, you trying out? I said, no, I just dropped off Harold. He's taking a test. He said, she said, well, well do you want to do something like this? I said, well, no, I don't have any military. You know, I was, I was a reporter, a journalist. Right. right. That's the thing. In high school, that's another thing. I was captain of the soccer team. Okay, we won the DC soccer championship. I was editor of high school paper. Our high school was ranked six nationally oh, for, wow. for a team to come from that area. Wow. It was amazing. That's huge. Okay. And um, so she said, Well, I know you got your degree because I read an article about you. I said, Oh man, she's jogging. She's doing hard work. Okay. She me. So I said, she said, well, if you had your uh, 171 or your, um, or your or resume, you know, I can get you to take test tomorrow. So in D.C., you get a public school education. The first thing you teach them, how to fill out 171. Right. That green, right. that long green form. Right. It wasn't that stuff we do today, you know, uh, online. So I was like, oh, we back in my briefcase. I said, oh, here's a resume. Here's a, I said, but. And as I was doing, I was like, Secret Service, Secret Service, how much they pay? <laughs> she said, how pay? And she told me how many pay, and I said, oh, that's way better than what I'm doing right now. Um, and it's not police, so my father won't shoot me. <laughs> no. uh, okay. Sign a brother Got him into it. So that evening, I tried to get back in touch with Harold, but his girl picked him up, and they went somewhere, and, you know, we have cell phones then. So I took the test the next morning. I passed. He comes back that Wednesday, because this was like a, a Sunday. 
He right. comes back Wednesday, and I said, man, I was trying to get in touch with you. I said, uh, look like we're going to be in the class together. He said, isn't this like a Christian show, right? Nah. <laughs> nah this, is, this is the real show. Speak this, on it. People right. pass on the show. Speak on it. He said, fuck you. <laughs> he said, you always stealing dreams and shit. <laughs> really? I said, wow. You know, this man dream? Yeah. He, you know, he said it. So I was like, he said, you don't even know what it was. I said, I do know what it is. It's Jim West, Armis Gordon, right. riding a train, working for the government. Right. Wild Wild West. Boom. You know? Right. And I said, and it's James Bond. Right. Because what she said, well, I'd be interested. I, I, I computed all of that right there. Right. You know, anything I do on Secret Service. Like, you know? get your ass to I had a Mars Arc 7. <laughs> but it was cool. It was right. black, black sleek, and felt uh, like it was. I started to say the honeys liked it, but that's how I met my wife. <laughs> uh, hey, so <laughs> we all in trouble. You know, get us in trouble. So, um, so then I got hired in uh, three months. Oh wow! And when. I was going through the process, the polygraph and all that kind of stuff. It was one old, crudge-mungingly, grizzled guy. And he was like, you a big fat, you a liar. I said, excuse me? Right. He said, I knew where you're from. You grew up in Southeast Anacostia. I told him, you never, you never smoked or you never stole nothing in your life. I know you. <laughs> and... Ask me some more questions. He said, hey, you're lying again. So by that time, I was unhooking stuff saying, call me a lie one more time, I'm hitching your throat. <laughs> that's what I was telling you. You're people in throat, don't Yeah. So that's what I was telling That's why I was telling this special agent, Secret Service special agent, and I was going to do, do him dirty. Right there in his own office with all his boys there. Because I ain't care. Right. right. I ain't care. I was like, I got, I didn't come this far. Right. My uncle told me, I'm sorry, my grandfather told me, he said, you know, never nobody call you out your name. Yes. I had, somebody gave me a Joe Namath uh, jersey. And I remember um, coming home wearing that jersey, and my grandfather saw me. He said, hey, come here, what, 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 what's that you got on your back? I said, Joe Namath, New York Jets football uh, quarterback. Let me, let me see that thing. Maybe take it off, right? He picked out his pet knife and started cutting the name off. Oh, what you? No. No. I thought I was in the boondocks. I thought I was in the boondocks. Granddad, what you doing? What you doing, Granddad? Oh, he said, so you don't wear nobody else's name on your back like that. Because I've been through too much shit to see my grandson with somebody else's name on the Wow. Head. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's a Probably way to learn it too, though. Right. Yeah. I think sold it to somebody else. Right. You can imagine how much that would be worth now. That's right. Right. Somebody, somebody, but you know, but the thing is, he he taught me a lesson. Right. And to this day, uh, I mean, I'm wearing a little Lebowski Banksy thing now, but to this day, though, I can't wear a jersey with you know. Right. Yeah. Because honoring him, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So how the guy reacted to the huh? <laughs> when you getting ready to snap on him? <laughs> oh, my grandpa? No, no. He said in the, in the, in the, in the when interview was, when you were telling him you were trying to throw. So he stood up. I stood up. 
at you know the, the windows. You know, you're looking this way, you right. can't see them. Right. Doors open up. I'm standing oh, you're in. in the spot. In the spot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Doors come up, open, and all that stuff. So. Um, this other special agent talked me down and it was calm. I said, well, I just don't understand. You know, right. I understand it's a polygraph, but to, uh, hate on where I come from. Right. You know, then he asked me, you really got a college degree? I don't believe you. And what's this tennis crap? How do you expect somebody to believe you? Man, you, you, man. So this is light that I was able to stand up because I wasn't military. Right. So a lot of times they hire people who aren't from the military right. because uh no offense, but they said they want free thinkers. Gotcha. No. You see? I totally I understand what you're saying. Okay. I, no, I totally get it. Yeah. I was I was punished for the opposite reason. Yeah. Because when I went in, us being artists, yeah. I was punished for being in because I didn't think like that. Yes. So I was the one I always made to do the push-ups and did this because, oh, you wanted them artists to do. You wanted them free thinkers to do. You yeah. wanted them, nah, 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 nah. So I always got punished for being an artist because well, of that reason. Well, when I got in, um, you know, Secret Service Uniform Division, because uh, then you have uh, uh, Special Operations Group. I rose up to that. Then Emergency Response Team, that's the SWAT version. Yeah. Then, uh, then the Hailstone um, code name. And um it was cool. Wow. It was cool. I was single, traveling all over the place. How many years did you do that? Uh 12. 12 years. Wow, man. That's a career. I think that was yeah, like tell it to my wife right now. <laughs> I didn't think you did that long. Yeah, so that's my, a while. So my wife took that away from me. Um, <laughs> so uh but in in leaving like I did, I did not um Give it a second thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because during Million Man March, I was on the roof. I sent you a picture of me on the roof. Oh, right yeah. Now. That's what I was doing. Uh, spotter. Oh, wow. So as soon as I got off, cause I, I got my schedule where I would get off at 10 a.m. and I got off the roof, the White House, changed my clothes, got right in that march. Really? Me, me, and, me, and, me and my boy Tim. And, um, that was one of the proudest days, days, days of my life. Wow. To, to do that. And it was total harmony that day. Wow. Just like the Obama uh, inauguration. You yeah. know, and I wasn't, mm-hmm. I went up there. Right. And, um, but, but in the service itself, um, the mission was what it was about. Keeping the president alive, keeping your protectee, right. you know, safe, that kind right. of thing. And it was honor to it. You know, right. But then you would meet people who were very dishonorable. Yeah. And you get that everywhere. So yeah. um the reality of, of people doing right and wrong, um I was supposed to go to the field office down here, but because I was a PT coordinator, so with the SWAT team, uh like where you work out, everybody had to, if you're on the SWAT, or if you're trying for uh, ERT C or CS, I'm on the floor with my fist like this and stopwatch. If your chest didn't hit a minimum of 50 times in a minute, you had two times to correct yourself. So if you, okay, you have 50 push-ups, 
47 sit-ups, uh, bench pressure weight twice. Oh, they're putting in real work. 10 dips, uh, 10 pull-ups. Then you had to run a mile and a half. Then you had five weapon qualifications. Wow, that's every, a lot. Every month. So I wasn't light. Right. But because I was a professional athlete, right. because college professional athlete, and I was also a personal trainer, uh, certified, I got that, that position. And, um, so I wasn't that well, well, well liked because if you missed two months in a row. Right. And that just means if you miss push up or if you oh, wow. pull up and okay. you don't, or let's say the next month. You don't correct it or get. Yeah. Well, let's say you may have uh, increased your pull up, but you missed the sit up. Right. You recycled. So the guy that stayed Ooh. tip top. Hope yeah, get back to it. Let me, let me get this. You know what? I know we got to take a break, so we'll, we'll come back with the, the question I got for him about that word he just said that most people do not understand what that means. Recycle. So, right. Get <laughs> back to that right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.